hey there, everyone. Welcome to Holy Man, a journey of becoming godly men. No matter if we are sons or husbands, dads, grandfathers, or just any regular guy out there, we are going to try to figure out how God would want us to live on this journey called life. None of us have it all figured out. So let's dig into God's Word and wrestle with God's Word as we try to become who God created us to be, specifically, holy men. Hey there, guys. It is good to be with you today. This is my eighth episode of the Holy Man podcast, and I have to admit, it has been a good journey so far. I have sat with several of you who have said that these talks have been helpful, and I have to tell you, man, that's huge to me, and I'll be honest, they've been helpful to me too. And, you know, Every week as I prepare for what I'm going to record, God is certainly working on me. So even though I will be taking a break for a few weeks over the Christmas season, I plan to get back. In January, we're going to come back and start up again. I don't know for sure what date that will be starting back up sometime in January. So if you subscribe to the podcast on Apple or in Spotify, I would think that you're going to get notified when I do start back up. But if not, check back after a week or so into the new year and see when it happens. Okay. We've been talking about things we can't control, but hopefully God can use us to influence our lives, the lives around us, and possibly even the lives of people we will never meet. Is that possible? I think it is, and today's topic could be one of those places. So let's jump into our topic for today. We can't control Hollywood. Or what is presented on the big screen or on TV, whether it's cable or Netflix or any other way that we get shows in front of us. And we can't control YouTube. We can't control anyone who posts things on social media. Well, we can block certain people, but, you know, we can't control what they do present, though, or put out there or truthfully anywhere else online. We can't control those who produce things online. It's their choice. And also, we can't control what people produce in magazines, for those of you who still get magazines. And we can't control what other people wear as far as clothes goes. So with me saying that, I think you can all see where we're going today, what we're going to be talking about. There are many, many images out there that can keep me and each of you from being able to say to our wives or our future wives that famous saying. Have you ever heard it before? I only have eyes for you. And we can't control all of those people out there who are presenting those images as an opportunity to draw our attention away. And unfortunately, we can't always control ourselves, can we guys? But we can possibly, maybe at least a little, 
allow the Holy Spirit of God to stir us, to influence our lives, and then the lives of our family, the lives of our friends, and possibly maybe influence what those people who produce all of those images do in the future. Guys, we're not going to solve this problem through a one little 25-minute podcast, but when it has been, not when it has been an issue since way back in Genesis chapter 3. I mean, that's when Adam and Eve realized that they were naked, and what did they do? They hid themselves. But wow, even though it started way back then, this issue has dramatically changed a lot. And just in my lifetime, wow, it has changed even more. Some of you remember with me what life was like back in the 80s and 90s when life was different. You know, there were no smartphones. The World Wide Web was just in the early stages of life. TV and movies were guided by much, much stricter guidelines of what was available for a young person or a mature person to see. The original TV show, Charlie's Angels, anybody remember that? The one that had Farrah Fawcett in it? Boy, did that stir things up. You know, even though it didn't show any full nudity, it definitely showed enough skin that caused teen boys and adult men to want to watch. In another area of life, for many of those young men and boys back then, okay, I was one of them. We would live for the month of February because that was when the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition would come out. And swim, uh, Sports Illustrated would show as much skin as they were legally allowed to without becoming an adult magazine. Oh, yeah, those adult magazines. Remember those? Again, before the web was the place where you could find all the nudity, you would look for those magazines, Playboy, Penthouse. Teen boys would love it when they would happen to find one of those things hiding in their dad's hiding place. Another, I can remember when I was in junior high, how excited I would be when I was allowed to go sleep over at my friend Rick's house. Why was it such a big deal? Because his family had HBO. HBO was a big new thing back then. On regular cable TV, there were big restrictions on how much skin could be seen, but HBO had R-rated movies that, yes, had some nudity on them. For you men who are your ages in your 40s or 50s or 60s, are you remembering some of those things that I was, as I talk about them? Wow, how things are different today. Finding images of skin, full nudity, in today's world is so easy with the online opportunities. And even on regular cable TV, those restrictions, boy, have they lessened a lot. So again, guys, we cannot control what others do in this area. We can't control what Hollywood produces. We can't control what other people are willing to put out there onto the web. And Satan has worked really hard over the years messing with our minds to take that self-control away, causing us to slip up over and over and look at women other than our wives. And if you're presently single and thinking, well, I don't have, have a wife right now, so I don't have to worry about it. It's okay, right? Oh, how wrong that thinking is. Because the way God created us men with our minds and hearts, we have this what's called an internal Rolodex or a storage area 
that allows us to store images and then pull them up for years and years and years. So those images that we looked at and lusted over from back when we were single, and they're still keeping us from only having eyes for our wives. Oh my, guys, it's big stuff, isn't it? Our wives thinks it thinks it's big stuff. So if we stay in the place in our lives where we are willing to keep looking at all the images that are available and by images, I'm not just referring to those X-rated things out there. There are many R-rated and even PG-13 things in this present day that stirs our minds and our hearts to lust after the images presented. There are many shows on Netflix, HBO, Showtime, and the other carriers that Satan loves us watching. And if we do, they will hurt our hearts. They will hurt our marriages. They will hurt our ability to work alongside women in the workplace. It will hurt our ability to raise daughters in a blessed way. And the list goes on and on of the ways it just hurts us, guys. Again, not enough time today to deal with all of this. I mean, there are many books that are written on this subject if you want to understand more of the struggle that we have. But here's the amazing thing. Do you know what book is the best on this subject? The one that was written way back before there was TV, before the internet was around, before even adult magazines were a thing. Yep, of course, I'm referring to the Bible. Isn't it amazing that before we had all of these ways to see the images that we can today, God was already writing about the issue. Back when women primarily wore the robes like we see in uh, Bible movies or the, th the robes like they wear presently in the Middle East, God knew the issue that we men were going to have, that we still have, of looking at the beauty of a woman and beyond just looking, the lusting that has the potential to follow. So God wrote a lot of thoughts for us to consider and to help us. For instance, let's jump into that great book that we considered a couple episodes ago called Proverbs. Solomon, the writer, uh, a wise man, wrote some good stuff for us to consider today. Let's do that. Let's jump into chapter four, starting in verse 20, where Solomon shares this with us. My child, my son, whatever uh, word you want to consider there, depending on who you are, my, my, my son, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they will bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Okay, did you hear that part? Solomon says that I have some wisdom for you. If you pay attention and let it penetrate your heart. Why is the heart so important? Well, back when Solomon was writing this, they didn't understand uh, our bodies like we do today of what, thing, what, heart, what the hearts did and what the uh, brains did. And so when, he, when they talk about the heart, the Hebrew word is love. They were talking about the center of all of us, everything about us. You know, they would, that was where our emotions came from. That was where our thinking came from. Our actions uh, came out of our hearts. So if these words of wisdom enter the heart, the center, 
Well, what happens then? That wisdom, Solomon says, brings life, blessed life, a good life, a healthy life. It brings good relationships. And for those who are in a pit right now, who are unhealthy, maybe addicted, maybe struggling with relationships, Solomon says they bring healing. So then he says, guard your hearts. Verse 23, guard your heart above all else for it determines, get this, guarding your heart above all else, it determines the course of your life. If the heart is the center of all that we are, all that we do, all that we think, all that we act on, everything we emotionally do, if everything comes out of our heart, Solomon says, guard it. Keep the bad from entering. Put up the boundaries that will keep it clean and healthy and bring us life. And then jumping down to verse 25, Solomon gives some even more detailed instructions of how to get our eyes our hearts and our eyes only on our wives. He says, look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you, your wives. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. You know, each of us need different levels of boundaries depending on how much Satan has a hold on us right now. For some of you, you need to get rid of Netflix and get Pure Flix instead. Pure Flix has primarily Christ-centered movies and shows in comparison to the many Netflix shows or other, I mean, whether HBO, Showtime, you name it, that have those images that can distract us so easily. Some of you will need to get a program like Covenant Eyes on your computer and smartphones. Those programs help guard your hearts and bring accountability partners into your area. Check those out, I really encourage it. And we have a deal here at New Life to help you get covenant eyes. Some of you will will need to be in deep prayer about it, seeking God's heart on a regular basis. You know, there are so many different levels of boundaries that you can get into. Why should we? Well, Paul, Why should we? You may wonder, Paul, this seems a little drastic. Everyone else is watching these shows and looking at these images. Is it really that big of a deal? Well, let's look back into the good book and see if Solomon shares a why for us. Why do we need to be concerned about this? We're going to jump down to chapter 5. In chapter 5, the title in my Bible, it says, Avoid the the Immoral Woman. Listen to what Solomon writes. Again, this was written 3,000 years ago, guys. Not too much TV and internet around back then, but still he writes, My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. Then here's where he talks about this woman. He says, For the lips of an immoral woman. Let's just stop right there for a moment. This is a woman who, whether she is in the position by choice or because she had no choice in life, she is in that position of being an immoral woman. It's outside God's morality. And she is luring us men for us to go outside God's morality into immorality. 
Solomon continues, For the lips of the immoral woman are as sweet as honey, and her mouth is smoother than oil. That means she is very tempting for us men. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight. Her steps lead, lead us straight to the grave. For she cares nothing about the path to life. Do you remember that blessed life that Solomon talked about earlier? Yeah, her, her in her position, she doesn't care about our lives. She staggers down a crooked trail and she doesn't even realize it. She doesn't know any better, guys, probably because she wasn't raised to know better or shown a better life by anyone. All right. So Solomon tells us the woman distracting us is no good for us. So now what? We continue. So now Solomon says, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to say. Stay away from her, he said. That's pretty blank. I mean, big exclamation point there. There's, this is an affirmative. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house or her website or her Netflix show or wherever you might get an opportunity to see her imagery. If you do, you will, here's the why, guys. If you do, you will lose your honor and will lose to merciless people all that you have achieved. Strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, you will groan in anguish. Okay, is he getting a little dramatic? Nope. He is painting a picture with some serious imagery of what are falling into this pit and looking at the images of women other than our wives does to our wives' hearts, what it does to our daughters' hearts, what it does to our own heart. I've counseled with enough people and a lot of men, and I've heard from enough people and read enough about people's stories to know, guys, Solomon is painting a broken picture because there are a lot of lives in this world that are broken because of it. He then writes, you will say how I hated discipline, but only if I had not ignored all the warnings. Why didn't I listen to my teachers, my mentors, my pastors? Why didn't I pay attention to my instructors? I have come to the brink of utter ruin, and now I must face public disgrace. I want to make sure you hear me, guys. I don't want you to be thinking I am perfect in this. I am not. I'm not a perfect holy angel. I, like most of you, love how God created women. He did a really good job. But more than that, I love my wife. I adore my daughters. And I love my sons. And for their sake, I will ruthlessly depend upon God to help me put up boundaries so that I can, as best as possible, only have eyes for my wife. Again, guys, I'm not perfect at this. I slip, but man, I ruthlessly want to be chasing after this. So men, where do we go from here? If we can't control the world 
out there and what they post or what they put on movies and TV shows, if we can't even control what women wear for clothes, how might we influence the life around us with this one? First, I want to follow God's heart in this area of life and only have eyes for my wife. Therefore, I will put the boundaries into place to get onto that path. Over time, it can influence me, guys. It can change. God can change my heart if I'm willing. God says, draw near to me, and he will draw near to me. It will influence how I personally interact with other women then. I will look at women and interact with them differently as God heals my heart, as he takes those images, images that are in my heart from my past and eradicates them. He allow me to look at women differently. Trust me, men, this is huge for women. They want us looking at them as if they are God's blessed, blessed women. Next, I will influence my sons as I have conversations with them about the topic. I help them to become holy men in this area. I'm never going to judge them. You know, if my son fall, fall into this, I'm, I'm just going to love them and love them more and more into the journey and help them with the boundaries that will help them. Next, I'm going to influence other men around me by walking the journey with them, just like I'm doing right now with you. And then my daughters. <laughs> oh, my daughters. They are so be they're beautiful young women with beautiful hearts. And them knowing that their daddy goes out of his way to only have eyes for their mom. Guys, do you know what that means to them? And then there's my wife. I can't express enough how me doing the best I can to walk with God in this path of holiness, man, does it bless her. And it blesses my marriage. On the big picture of influence, guys, if we could get enough men to not look at the images that the world is putting out there, if we can get enough Christian men to be ruthless in this and not looking at those images guess what? If we get rid of the market, if demand goes down, eventually the supply train would go down and not as many women would be thrown into the position of the immoral woman. Do you see the big picture, guys? You looking at the images is providing a market for women to be, have to do what they do. Guys, I get it. This is not an easy one in this world in which we live, but the influence that it could share with those around you and especially your family, your wife, or your future wife, it's staggering. Guard your heart above all else, Solomon says, for it determines the course of your life. Guys, take a step, any step towards where God would want you to be find those boundaries. If you want help, please email me. My email address is on the staff pages of the New Life website. You know, I can help you in many different ways. There's great books I can suggest to you, like Every Man's Battle. There are other men who would be willing to walk with you on this journey. You know, if you attend New Life or live in the Gillette area, we're working on starting up a men's life group to help men be more holy in this area of life. You don't have to be addicted to porn to be in this life group. No, it's for any man who simply wants to do better, wants to be holier in this area, wants their eyes to be on their wives. Let me know if you're interested in that life group. 
There are programs for you in your technology area, like I said, like Covenant Eyes. Guys, there are good helps for you to help you guard your heart. The question is, are you willing to take a step? I truly believe what Solomon says, it will bless your life. Okay. As we draw to a close of our eight-week journey, I would love to end that journey by praying for us praying over us as men as we seek God's blessing upon us. So you're willing? Let's pray, guys. Holy, holy, holy God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Holy God, I cry out to you on behalf of all of these men who have been walking with us on this eight-week journey. These are men who long to know you better, God. They are men who long for that abundant life that you tell us is available. These are men who realize that we aren't there yet. We aren't holy yet, God. But life is a journey, and you are a God of grace. And you are a God who you are with us. God, you are willing and able to help transform our hearts and our lives And God, you are willing and able to make us more holy. So we place ourselves, almighty God, into your hands. Overwhelm us, God, with your presence, your grace, your love, and your transformative power. And change us into the men that you created us to be. In the holy, holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, guys, I want to thank you. Thank you for being with me on this journey as we went through the fall of 2021. It has been a good journey. And I look forward to connecting with you again in 2022 as all of us men keep on the path with God as we seek to become holy men. Be blessed. Be blessed.